the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Welcome to Come Together San Diego, a new live local show on K-Praise designed to explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within our communities and beyond. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it. Now, here's your host, Bible teacher, writer, broadcaster, and lover of God, Kaz Taylor. Hello. How you doing? Welcome to another broadcast of Come Together San Diego. Kaz here with uh, some co-hosts that you will L-O-V-E love. You know, uh, this is a fellow that I met a year or so ago, uh, and it turned out that uh, I thought he was kind of a a brother from another mother because we spoke exactly the same thing. Um, He says it with a little bit more panache. You know, he says it with a little more humor, and I'm just kind of a dull drab guy. But I want you to meet (laughs) (laughs) Jeremy Lamont. And his wonderful wife, Rebecca, as well. So, Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thank you so much, Cass. Thank you for having us on. I think it's the most inaccurate thing ever that you're drab. But other than that, <laughs> I love you, brother. <laughs> and Rebecca. Thank you. Oh, it's a, it's a pleasure. We're going we're gonna to be uh, drawing on both of you for some great big brain wisdom as we go. But the, <laughs> I say big brain wisdom because this, is, this man is a, a publisher extraordinaire he he had he was given a vision and that vision has turned into god speed magazine and it has been publishing for how long now jeremy we have a very strange story that way 2012 god called us but we didn't actually go into real big boy funded out into the world mode until last year yeah so and rebecca of course you're you we know that you're the inspiration behind <laughs> his 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 wisdom there so we'll let you chime in periodically through the whole show but my friends we've got two hours to talk a little bit about the new mentality of of uh of media and i think you'll be pleasantly surprised about you know we when we see articles and we look at the newspaper and we we view the news and hear the news on the radio. Sometimes we can get a little bit dejected and you go, is there any hope for the media? My friend, after talking with Jeremy for a little bit, you'll have some of your hope restored because he does it in different ways. And I appreciate that. Jeremy, before we go any further, I think it would be inappropriate for us to disregard what day this is. Yeah. I, you know, we've been so deeply considering all these things, uh, specifically Good Friday being yesterday and tomorrow being it's just powerful, you know. There, there is no hope with tomorrow without tomorrow. I mean, you know, if we if we didn't have this day, there would be no hope. And That's so, right. in every way, it is the birth of everything good. It is the death of everything that thought it was going to win. It is the end of all <laughs> evil's hopes of triumph and the promise, without a shadow of doubt, that we know what the end of the story looks like. Yes, yes. Rebecca, thoughts? Yes, I agree. We, <laughs> we are. It's so redemptive. We are so blessed to have such a good, good father to. Look out for each and every single one of us. And in fact, this is the reason that we're here. We oh. wouldn't be here if it weren't for the death, burial, and resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. Precisely. So th- th- this whole show is actually dedicated to the uh, living Jesus Christ because that's why we are around. That's why we live and breathe and have our being as well. Absolutely. My favorite scripture is right there, uh, Acts seventeen twenty six through 28. 
that you just called out precisely. Mm-hmm. Live and move and have our being. God is never far off. And it's one of those things so many times I feel like a broken record, but I'm always talking to people about the reality that God is never far from you. That's exactly right. Mm-hmm. But let's switch gears just a little bit with that in our the back of our mind at all times. Uh, you know, in the, in the, I think it's in the end of the book of John, it says uh, that... that so, Every book, if if you were to encounter all the works of God and they were put in every book in the universe, in the world, then they, the books wouldn't be able to sustain what Jesus has done. So with that in mind, using that as my springboard into God Speed magazine, that's one of the efforts to communicate what God has done, is doing, and will do. So why don't you kind of give an overview of the, the vision uh, in this uh, first segment, and Rebecca, jump on in at your heart's desire, and we'll get, I want you to, my listening friend, to get an idea of the the, the vision of this man and uh, how it is coming to pass, and he does, he's not doing the vision by himself, he's got people to the left and the right, and he also has people that uh, have experienced things that he's looking for so he can write about. Go ahead, Jeremy. Yeah, and, and honestly, um, there's no way I can ever frame this story without telling people what really happened, because... It only frames itself one way, which is I didn't do it. We didn't do it. God did it. Um, my prayer was, God, I'm willing to, it wasn't even I'm willing to. I asked God, I said, I don't ever want to do my own will again. I just want to do yours. So um, no matter what, all I want is for you to take over completely. Like, I just want to do what your plan for my life is. And I said specifically, I remember this so specifically in prayer because it's such a weird prayer. I said, I'm willing to scrub toilets at the back of 7-Eleven for the rest of my life as a janitor or any other job that you see fit for me, no matter what, as long as you let me know you're with me every single day. I just don't ever want to do my own will again, ever. Yes, yes. And um, later God came and that night, and there was a lot of detail there, but um, God specifically called me to publish this digital magazine. And at the point where he said, you have to publish this digital magazine, I said, what's a digital magazine? Uh-huh. This is 2012. Most people hadn't heard of him. I hadn't heard of him. Um, and then he told me a little while later, it was Godspeed Magazine was the name. He gave me specific dates and that it would come out. I mean, like years that it would publish and why it had to publish and all these tons of detail. And I thought it was totally insane. And pretty soon, a whole bunch of confirmations came, and yeah. I had to believe it was his will, and that's how it came to be. Yes, and it was, you know when you have a vision like this, it's really important to have somebody, uh, you, the the other the other part of you, the the, the bride part, uh, coming alongside and and helping. Because I mean, when you're you know, my son has got a vision, and he's he's moving into it, but without his bride to help him, he would be it would be kind of hopeless. So and true. so sometimes the spouse. And I'm talking about the spouse, whether it's a guy or a gal, no matter you know what sex you're, you are, my friend, uh, coming alongside of you is uh, w- without words. And so we're really appreciative. You, on, Rebecca, on behalf of all the ladies that are moving the guys forward and all of the guys that are uh, you know moving their uh, wives forward with their visions as well, this is to be very well appreciated. Mm-hmm. So any quick, any quick thoughts of encouragement or wisdom, Rebecca? She, she likes to stay behind the scenes a lot. So I do. She's, she, she's, uh, she may be uh, getting even with me at another time. So any, any thoughts? <laughs> no, I, ju- I just, I believe God completely and what he's doing with Jeremy and with this magazine. And so I'm just honored to be a part of that and most importantly, I'm honored to be able to do God's will. So I like that. My listening friend, that's, doesn't that do your heart good? Oh, it's the greatest blessing. 
So, you know, we, we talk about some of the people who've come alongside of you, and I'm going to uh, include in this segment, which has about four minutes left in it, I'm going to include a name of someone uh, that uh, has been on my radar, radar for a long time. And Jeremy, uh, was it last year or so that uh, you invited me to come with you to Washington, D.C. and meet uh, one of the other uh, publishers that are involved in this and also a board member. And when he mentioned the name, uh, the the name of this person, Roberta Parham Romas. Yes. And and, and when I have said Parham, that's a similar name that I'm familiar with. He goes, yeah, well, wait till you meet this lady. This lady is the granddaughter of Charles Parham. Charles Parham is the guy who helped birth the Pentecostal movement. Uh, it actually it took birth in Los Angeles on Azusa Street. And uh, uh, and Jeremy doesn't even know this, but he, this is a book. I'm gonna I, I'm showing my the people that are watching this thing on uh, on on uh, the behind the scenes. This this is a book uh, t- talking about the Azusa Street revival, mm-hmm. and uh, it. it it's almost as many markings in it as my my Bible, and because I was very interested in what God was doing to move the church together. So when I heard the name Parham, I realized that that was the granddaughter of Charles Parham, who inspired and directed William Seymour to come to Los Angeles and do that. And so I had an opportunity to meet her. And I'll tell you what, I, I know Jeremy was looking at me and kind of behind the scenes smiling when I got introduced. And we actually spent some time together in a secret prayer abode. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And as a matter of fact, um, the American Christian Trust is the foundation that Roberta began um, and it's so significant because she's been in every White House since before Reagan. Mm-hmm. Um, the American Christian Trust has prayed for all the presidents. And right now, it's really important that they um, get some support because essentially they've always been silent. And I, for one, want them to continue doing their work inside the White House, bringing God into the White House all the time. Um, and so it's very important that we look for them. If you'd like, if any of you want to stand with the Parham family and with this legacy of God and prayer inside the White House— through the American Christian Trust, mark at christiantrust.org is the email you can write, and you can let them know you want to stand with their fundraiser they're doing and help them stay. This has been an organization that never asked for help, never asked for being public, never promoted themselves. You almost can't find them. I mean, they're a secret thing. One, one more time on the website. Uh, it's or the, email. the email would be mark at christiantrust.org, and Mark Pritchett is their key administrator. He knows... He's the man behind everything, behind the scenes. Well, and the, the, the exciting thing was she had a real heart's desire. She heard about your vision, and she said, let's yeah, do this thing. Yeah, the amazing part was I asked God if I was ever going to have a partner, and he said, yeah, Roberta <laughs> Roberta Parham Romas. And I said, that's impossible. I, I met her once at my friend's graduation for his doctorate, and she wouldn't even know who I am. And a week later, uh, Rebecca started talking about the fact that um, – I think Roberta is going to be your partner. And so I started praying about it and God said, you know, that prayer. And so I, I uh, at, at the point that came, I didn't think it would ever happen, but all of a sudden an email showed up in my email inbox and said, come to my house. I went to her house thinking she wouldn't even remember me at the end of that night. She said, what did God tell you to do with that magazine? You mentioned, I was amazed she even remembered the magazine. And so I said, he told me you're going to be my partner. And she said, we're going to do that. And it was literally that simple. I mean, I didn't do anything. I didn't say anything. It wasn't because I was clever. Literally, it was just God's <laughs> preordained steps. Yes. And so I got to sit there and people asked me, well, how did she become your... Well, I, I really, I didn't do anything. <laughs> I didn't think of the magazine. I didn't name the magazine and I didn't find 
these kind of people that God continues yes. to send. Well, here, I think I, I like to always bring this home to my listening friend. Uh, and Jeremy, one of the things, when God gives you a vision, you need to take the fundamental steps of at least an open heart and a willingness and see what God does. Amen. God may give you something that's going to impact the entire world or the state or the nation or your community or Absolutely. just the person next door. Absolutely. And you just need to be obedient in that because Absolutely. we're getting to a time where we just need to listen and obey. It's so true. And so we're going to talk a little bit more throughout the entire show about Godspeed magazine, the vision, but also the people behind the vision. I, I think you can tell when I mentioned the name like uh, Parham, like uh, Charles Parham's granddaughter. <laughs> that was amazing. And we're going to talk a little bit more about that as we continue the other segments. Uh, a quick parting thought for this segment, like a 30-second thought or something like that. I have Jeremy. a great second thought for you. Last second thought. This is the thing. There's an incredible legacy no one knows. There's an almanac-sized book of all the personal handwritten notes from Charles Parham, from Robert and Pauline Parham, his children, from Roberta, literally the entire history of the Pentecostal movement underneath the Azusa Street Revival, all of that. And I'm working with major or senior news people from Time Magazine to get a book out. We're going to get oh this book off the ground, and it's still <laughs> just a vision. But I want all of you to know what really, really happened, because there's notes there that the whole body of Christ they need to deserves know. to have. They need to know. And God's working on unity in the body of Christ like never before. Yes. And that's a big chunk of it. My listening friend, they say that you uh, you know, you know, can learn a lot about a person by the people they hang around with. Amen. And uh, I, I, when I met Jeremy, he brought uh, uh, Roberta uh, Parham Romus into this thing. I go, man, I need to stay close to what's going on there. My listening friend, for the entire two hours, we're going to talk about... Uh, God-ordained appointments and how they can transform your vision into a reality, how it has been with Jeremy and his wife, Rebecca, and Godspeed magazine. My friends, Rebecca, Jeremy, and Kaz will be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we've returned to the second segment in an eight-segment, two-hour broadcast, Come Together San Diego with Jeremy Lamont, publisher of Godspeed Magazine and his helpmeet, Rebecca. We are talking about uh, uh, how God, when, sometimes when you get, have a big vision, God has people prepared to come right alongside of you and make it happen. It's happening with me and Come Together San Diego. I got to tell you, some remarkable people uh, are right alongside me and and really help this kind of thing go. Prayer warriors, producers, uh, just a variety of different people. Amen. Robert Moeri says, when it's his will, it's his bill. (laughs) I like it. You know, I'm going to take another scripture here and jump and lay it on you, my friends, and and let you... uh, Jeremy used this as a springboard into what we want to talk about in this segment. And, of course, Rebecca always, always, always has the freedom to jump on in. I don't know. She's just trying to get a, a, an understanding of me and how I tease. And so, that's <laughs> so, so, Rebecca, I'm sure you'll have to put up with me at least for this hour, two hours, okay? I'm good. Thank you. <laughs> you know, the scripture says, my friend, that a man's gift makes room for him. And when you have a vision like uh, God's Speed magazine, you're looking around for other people uh, who uh, who have gifts that are acclimated to your gifting, and God wants you to perhaps bring them together and, and see what God can do with you guys collectively. This is really the story with you, and you found some really high-caliber people. One is tied to a magazine that some of you will recognize. It's called 
Time magazine. I'm going to hand the baton <laughs> over to you, Jeremy. I, for the sake of, I feel like nothing I'm ever given by God is mine to have for me. It's mine to shepherd for him. Good. And so the way I see it, I want to make sure people know how this process, what we've learned, Rebecca and I have learned over the last seven years of following God is that uh, the way it actually works in practice, and this is the take home I hope helps you guys fill your clipboards to the rim, like make every note, do every plan, do all your due diligence, do all your research, try as hard as you can, and then expect God to slap that clipboard out of your hand while he's giggling and hand you his clipboard (laughs) and obey exactly what God's clipboard is filled with because at the point that you follow what's on his clipboard, everything will work perfectly. And you just have to know that your planning was necessary for you to know how to execute his clipboard. Oh, I like it. I mean, you're speaking about me and I I do these scripts every week for the show. And once we get past the first sentence or two, I go... Well, that's okay. We know we know generally the direction it wants to go, and Holy Spirit says, yeah, but let me add this and add this and subtract that. It's amazing. Precisely. So tell us a little so, bit more about the Time Magazine so guy. Related to that, I God told me in the very beginning, I said, what's the magazine called? At some point, he told me Godspeed Magazine. I said, okay, what's it going to look like? He said, it's going to look a bit like Time Magazine, but a little more modern, too. And, and I said, okay, and I didn't really think about it. So much later, when Roberta Romas, Parham Romas, became uh, one of our key people, um, she asked me, so what's the magazine going to look like? And I said, well, God told me it's going to look like Time Magazine. She said, okay, hold on. And she grabbed her cell phone. She hands the cell phone to me and this voice comes on and says, hello, can I help you? And I thought, who's this? And he says, it's David Aikman. And I said, like senior news correspondent for 20 plus years, Time Magazine, like the top guy in the whole world, Time Magazine, (laughs) David Aikman. And he's like, uh, well, yes. And and so I'm stuttering, sputtering, trying to think of, you know, just having this I'm not worthy moment. Um, and needless to say, about a year later, we had become really good friends. And David is an incredible man of God and just the deepest, thickest character ever, which is why everybody from Mother Teresa to Billy Graham to the, you know, all the covers of the Chernobyls and the that's all David Aikman. And um, he's just such an incredible man. He says about a year later, he says, so, Jeremy, what can I do for you? And I said, you can become my editor. And again, I was half joking. And, and he said, all right. <laughs> and, and again, I did nothing. There's no, it doesn't make any sense why he said yes. Um, but a little while later, after that conversation, God decided he was going to bring funding to the magazine. And so I said, David, I want to actually put you on salary in addition to the fact that you were sort of volunteering to be this, you know, man of God that wants to be with us and yes. the rest is history. Oh my my. And my listening friend, let me let me give you kind of a quick brush stroke here. We talk he talked uh Jeremy talked about the format being uh, uh Time magazine esque. But when especially in the modern day vernacular, when you talk about a, a magazine that can be brought can be communicated uh electronically, even through the internet and whatever. I mean, it carries so much more more, uh, opportunity. For example, it's not only a magazine, it's a a venue for viewing videos or listening to audio tracks or fill in the blank pictures and so forth. Yes, it's such an important point. And Kaz, you're bringing up something that God has really been revealing to our entire team right now. The the vision and the places he's taken us now, every time I think I've seen as big as it is, he makes it much, much bigger. And he's, is talking about us defining the digital magazine, Godspeed magazine, defining the digital magazine 
and asking us to build TV networks, podcast networks, oh, all of it into the pages of a magazine so that specifically a believer could touch a single button on their phone and literally immediately have this direct access to where God is moving in the whole world and just go there by clicking more links inside that same one button. So my listening friend, I think you're starting to see the possibilities here. You know, God is a God that communicates. Ooh. He loves people who communicate as well, and he loves to give we people the tools to do that. You're, you're listening to me right now on one of God's communicative uh, uh, instruments right now. Amen. Not only does he give us a voice, but he gives us a way to communicate or broadcast that voice. Sometimes it's in print, sometimes it's in audio, sometimes it's in audio video. And there may be some other aspects that we've never even seen before that are right on the cusp of being created. It's so huge. The reality is, you know, if we look through the lens that is God's in our life as believers, <laughs> we're looking through a kingdom lens. We have to be. And if we're looking through a kingdom lens, we're looking through a family and community lens, right? That's very good. That has to be. And so through those two lenses, the basic reality is God is always pursuing you because he's the best dad that's ever existed. And through all of that, dialing down to that one point, God is going to reach you no matter how you run or where you go. He is after you and he's going to find you through whatever medium you need to be reached. Yes. I like that. And and the truth of the matter is, you know, we we in today's society, we function in a lot of different media at the same time. Amen. So you can, you know, you can be reading an article on your phone or actually on what they call here, listen to this. My listening friend, that's called paper. That's called paper. <laughs> you may not hear that sound very often from your phone, but this is called paper. And so they actually do have literal newspapers and literal magazines still. I know, surprise, surprise. Yes. But he likes to communicate on those things as well. But how about each one of these individual things uh, have power? But the scripture says if one can chase a thousand to ten thousand, apply that to media. And if you can have a media resource that has all these different things all connected to it, uh, you know what it's called? I call it Godspeed Magazine. <laughs> 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 Amen. Yeah, we're we're a little uh, blown away by where he's taking us with all these things. But we, the most depressing thing God ever told me in my prayers to him was, uh, no one's going to read your magazine. And he didn't say it quite in those words, but that's what I heard. And um, <laughs> I said, what do you mean? You've had me up in the middle of the night working on this thing for years. What are you talking about? No one's going to read it. He said, the magazine is for people to become the story. Oh, say that again. Godspeed magazine is for people to become the story. Yes, yes. And I sat there quiet for quite a while, pondering and thinking of what he meant. And I started realizing when he said digital magazine in 2012 and was so specific about that when I didn't even know what a digital magazine was, he had never had the intention for me to put a bunch of words down that people would have to ingest and mm -hmm. go through. He had the intention to put himself in the glory seat in a place that was a media vehicle and give everybody the ability to touch a button, find it by music, sound, video, words, anything you want and go and join him, God in action. And the point was to connect every dot to be a bridge between him and his people. Yes. And there's an entirely additional dimension here that you mentioned that thrills my heart because that's my, my heart cry with come together, San Diego. It's not, I'm a broadcaster. You're a listener. Right. The whole idea is you and I are partners, and Amen. if God gives you something and it fits within the format God has given me, come on over and let's uh, share this together. And you have that same heart cry. If there's something going on, you know, you have a world full of Christian uh, authors, Christian videographers, Christian broadcasters, Christian artists, all or musicians, whatever it happens to be, and uh, and you want to provide a platform where they God's 
skill sets or anointing through them can be communicated to others. How amazing is that, Jeremy? I, I, I just, I find that the only thing that ends up having value over time is whatever didn't have anything to do with me. <laughs> and so, um, you know, I feel like the history of humanity is when we're out of the way, incredible things happen. And so I just have uh, learned to be in love with waiting for the next time I'm not there and I'm all pointing it. Look at this. Look what happened again, because God keeps bringing these things that our whole team keeps experiencing these things that absolutely nobody could explain. That's right. We're going to talk more about this and how uh, God has been adding people to him to do God's work through this particular medium. But my listening friend, I want this to be an encouragement to you because God is stirring you up to do something that maybe is too big for you, but don't worry about it because God is putting people to your left and to your right. So it's not going to be your thing. It's going to be God's thing through you. And we're going to talk more about that when we come right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Don't just listen to it. Be a part of it at 866-577-2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. My name is Jim Garlow. Two things. First one, negative. Second one, positive. Negatively, if we saw the condition of our nation, we would all be in prayer. Positively, if we could see what God could do with our nation, we'd all be in prayer. Now, more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Cass Taylor. Thank you very much. Welcome back to Come Together San Diego. My co-hosts, plural, are from Godspeed Magazine. Publishers uh, extraordinaire Jeremy uh, Lamont and his wife Rebecca Godspeed Magazine. Let, let me just, Jeremy, the, the access to the Godspeed Magazine is www.godspeedmag.com. Godspeedmag.com. Yep. You know, you and I have chatted mostly and we've allowed your wife to input periodically. I'm going to change the rules here, Jeremy. I'm going to have her take control of this segment because she's got some insights that we want to share. And I'll let (laughs) you do color commentary. Is that okay, Jeremy? Absolutely. (laughs) Okay. Well, you have an interesting story and we have a person on the line that is a part of that story. And uh, we're talking about a guy named Chris McKinney, and he's intimately involved as associate editor of the publication. But I'm going to bring him on, and then I'm going to have you, Rebecca, tell the story, and then uh, Chris respond to that. If if that would be okay, would that be of okay? Course, with, of Rebecca? course, of course. Okay, uh, Chris, good to have you, Chris McKinney, and uh, you're one of the uh, remarkable team members of Godspeed Magazine. How are you? I'm doing fine. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Do you mind if we have somebody brag on you a little bit? <laughs> hey, you know, I'm I'm kind of enjoying it. I'm not going to lie. It's just, <laughs> it sounds nice. Okay, well, you are good, beloved friends with Rebecca <laughs> and uh, Lamont, and she's going to st- start a story here, and you can tell her, uh, give her some insight as she goes, because the story involves Y-O-U, Chris McKinney. Okay. Go ahead, Rebecca. Well, it all started um, at our kitchen table and... Um, under pressure-filled, uh, you know, publishing deadlines. And uh, to kind of illustrate what was happening at that kitchen table, all the laptops were opening and were grinding, you know, to try to meet these deadlines. And the sun was shining on my face. And um, we were just kind of trying to find some writers uh, yes. for Godspeed. And um, all of a sudden, you know, I just had, I was like, Lord, I just really need to find Jeremy and I really need to find some writers that are passionately wanting to write for you. 
And um, it it just was like a flood that came over me. The warmth of the sun and the uh, Holy Spirit presence just came upon me and from my head to the tip of my toes. And a voice just said, calling all writers. Oh my. And I'm like, Lord, what does this mean? So I immediately had my laptop open. I hadn't shared this with Jeremy because he's over on the other side of the kitchen table working. And I type in Facebook because I happened to be, Facebook was up at that moment. So I said, okay, well, maybe this is the moment I'm supposed to just go with this. And so I typed in calling all writers and Facebook. And so there was this um, Facebook member that had um, a book that was being um, published on his Facebook page that he was kind of promoting. And it said calling all writers. So I looked at the, it it was the name of the book. (laughs) And so when I clicked on it, I messaged the member on Facebook to see if I could reach this author and didn't get a, a answer back. So then I went to Google and I typed in calling all writers and it brought up the book. And then it brought me to this called writers section, which is called like C-A-L-L-E-D writers. And um, I went there and I found the actual author of Calling All Writers, whose name is Chris McKinney. So I reached out to him via email through our, you know, uh, made a direct contact with him. And then within a half hour, he (laughs) reached back and said, "Um, hi, this is Chris McKinney. And we started talking and I, I was sitting there with Jeremy and I said, Uh, can you take this call? And he's like, sure. So he took the call and Chris and Jeremy talked for a good hour and a half. I'm going to intercede here because we have the person to, to uh, confirm your story. (laughs) So, so Chris, it's good to have you and and, uh, good to have your vision Uh and your heart cry for calling all writers. That's been my heart cry as well as a lot of people have books or stories or articles within them. And it just needs to be uh, nuanced out of them (laughs) onto paper or into publications. So how does it feel to be that person against whom the, the, the the light of the sunshine from her window uh, upon her face and it stirred her to seek the internet. And there you were (laughs) (laughs) any, (laughs) any thoughts about that, Chris? (laughs) <laughs> you know what's uh, it's really interesting just hearing hearing her tell the story again you know I'm even picking up new parts of it as she as she speaks uh, um you know she said she was looking for passionate writers you know people who really w- would be passionate about uh doing this and it, you know the start the beginning of the book is my name is Chris McKinney and I love to write it is my passion that's how the book starts so anyway wow. uh you know um but what what really blew me away we had we had a great connection that day we talked for hours um you know just that divine connection the sense that okay we're not really sure what's going on here but but we know we're called to do something for the lord together you know and 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 just uh really just getting each other and i don't remember if it was during the call or if it was right after the call but you know at some point it I remembered my memories came flooding back to me that what happened was when we when we when we first released this book, um, I, I self published and and I was just doing uh, it's it's a little small group curriculum for Christian writers to to get together you know, like a church small group and and just go through these uh, exercises together and just create something together for the Lord and and, and develop their gifts that way. Well. I tried to market it, and, you know, I had gone through a lot of difficulty professionally uh, before that, 
and we tried to market it and nothing seemed to work and nobody was really responding to the things that, that, that we were, you know, trying to do marketing wise. And so my wife and I decided to just spend a week in prayer, you know, focused prayer for the book. And so we had this sort of list of things that we were praying. One of the things, uh, one of the major things that I was praying during that week or that we were praying during that week is, and it sounds a little off the wall, but we were praying for miracles, right? So yes. we, we were praying that week, Lord, put the phrase calling all writers in people's <laughs> minds so that they will go search it online. <laughs> so oh we, you know, that, uh, and so when she said, the Holy Spirit put that phrase in her mind, and then she went and searched it online, I knew that God was answering my prayer. Not the way I, that, you know, that I thought, you know, that, that, that he would or that I was expecting, um, but, but he did it. You know, I was I was I was asking the Lord to put that phrase in people's minds so they would go and you know buy the book and yeah. find the book and everything. And but what happened was God used that prayer and answered it to open a, a huge door in my life, and uh, it's been nothing but one one blessing after another. My, my, my. You know, there's a scripture, Chris, that says, and you know the scripture. Now we know in part, but then we should know, we'll, we'll know shall know in fullness. Um, and so we do know in part, but fortunately, God's put people to the left and the right that know different parts <laughs> so that when we right, put ourselves yeah. together, all of a sudden we get a bigger picture. I think that's part of God's strategy for us to come to know him in fullness is the only way we can know him in fullness is side by side with one another. Mm. So, so I want to so just, true. sometimes I like to turn this around to the listener and say, listener, I hope you hear what's happening here. You very likely have been among those who are called to write or calling all writers. Mm. And in San Diego County, Chris, we have uh, uh, several different entities that do this as well. And I'm not surprised. I'm not surprised. Here in San Diego, it's called King- Kingdom Writers Association with a guy named Bray Wyckoff. But throughout the United States and elsewhere, but we'll talk about the United States for now, God is stirring up writers and you are tied to as an associate editor of uh, uh, Godspeed Magazine say, amen, brother, let's uh, get them out there and get them writing and get them not published and uh, let their works be seen so other people can uh, be inspired by them and inspire them to write as well. Jeremy, I know you, you're nodding, so I know you want to talk. <laughs> no, I, I'm just in total agreement. It's, uh, it's our will to lift up everybody we can possibly lift up. I, even before the show, I was just calling all kinds of people saying, do you want to come on and lift this up? Do you want to call and yes. lift this up? It's like I say, I don't believe any of this belongs to me. It's all God. So whatever we have, however he calls us in, we need to shepherd it out and make sure it keeps lighting more fires. Exactly. Uh, Chris, uh, I know you're a busy guy. I'm, you're, you're next to your keyboard, no doubt. And you've got a great vision that you want to get from the brain uh, onto the keyboard screen. But I'm going to ask you to be patient with that. And would you be honored honor us by have, staying for another segment? Because we're, we're going to kind of transfer this into we've talked a little bit about the people behind the scenes of uh, of Godspeed Magazine. Now we're going to start talking about the stories that are derived from this. So can you stay a little bit longer? Sure. Oh, okay. absolutely. And uh, so I'm going to ha- uh, have Rebecca uh, kind of close out this section with me, uh, and then we'll just jump into the next sec- section. Any other things right. that you want to straighten out here that uh, that your, your husband, uh, Jeremy, and, and Chris and I have messed up? You, you can set it straight for us. Oh, no, no. <laughs> you, you're, everything's wonderful. Um it's just so amazing to have uh, such an awesome team, you know, um, Jeremy and uh, Chris on board, you know, working together. They work in such synergy with one another. And I, I'm just so honored to be able to have listened, actually yes. listened to the Holy Spirit 
And, that, and you, that's a, what a remarkable statement that is, my friend. And that's it. If we are willing, I'm telling you the truth right now, my friend, if you are willing to listen to the Holy Spirit, then take your preconceived notions and kind of stick them on a shelf. You may see pieces of that, <laughs> but it's likely going to be something so much, true. much, much bigger because so God is a big God mm-hmm. and he desires to bring his kids unto him. Mm-hmm. And if there ever was a time for that to happen, now's the time. It is the time. And he's giving people different visions like uh, uh, Godspeed Magazine and others. Some of those visions are in your heart and mind, my listening friend. So we're yep. trying to figure out how to bring those to the fore. So Chris uh, McKinney, uh, you're going to stay with us for the next segment. We're going to talk a little bit more about, we talked about the behind the scenes. Now we're going to talk about some of the fruit of this tree called Godspeed Magazine. So J- Jeremy Lamont and Rebecca Lamont and Kaz and the guy who, when you think about him, the sun comes upon your the side of your face, Chris <laughs> McKinney, associate editor of Godspeed Magazine. We guys will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Come Together San Diego with Cass Taylor, FM 106.1 and AM 1210, K-Praise. Well, hello, my listening friend, Cass here with Come Together San Diego. You know, when I was premeditating this show, it was really my heart's cry for this to be really an inspiration to my listening friends because... You know, sometimes you sit in the pew and you go, well, how about me? Or sometimes you go, I could never do these kind of things. Are you kidding me? God has created you uniquely. And I wanted this to be an inspiration to you when you hear the story of some of these Godspeed magazine peeps, because uh, many of their stories are very similar. You know, here I am, I can do these things. And all of a sudden God says, come close to me. I'm going to breathe on you, breathe on that vision. And let's see where that goes, because I will... I." I am with you always, even to the end of the age, but the end of the age is coming soon, and Amen. we got some work to do. Amen. So, Jeremy, I, I, I'm thrilled that you are with me with Rebecca, Jeremy Lamont, and our Rebecca pleasure. Lamont. Thank and you. And we have still on the line Chris McKinney, uh, associate editor of Godspeed Magazine. But now we're going to change the gears, uh, Chris, uh, to talking not only about the people that are undergirding this, but also the people that are coming alongside and bearing the stories, the communications about what God has done to them and through them. And uh, Jeremy tells me that there's an upcoming story that is planned that has your name on it to help make it come to pass. And the name of the guy is Dominic Russo. And so I, I know that you know about that name. I'm going to allow Jeremy to talk a little bit about it. And you, as one of the upcoming uh, editors dealing with, uh, you know, version two, uh, I guess you could say Dominic Russo point three or point four, yeah. so to speak, maybe. <laughs> Very uh, true. We'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. So are you game for that, uh, Chris? I, I am. Uh that I'm not that familiar with that that particular story yet, though. We're just finishing up the last issue, and uh, I know Jeremy has done some interviews that I haven't even heard. No, th- this yet, is so good. I apologize. No, no, nothing to apologize for. It, okay. When we were in the commercial break, Jeremy goes, "That'll change." <laughs> so, but uh, what I want to glean from you is your your heart cry to to take something that's just magnificent and going on, and God has tapped you to play a key role in that. And my listening friends, sometimes you say, well, I don't know much about this, but you got the skill set. Let me put you in that position, and mm-hmm. let's see what uh, Holy Spirit does with you in, the, in that mix. So in that light, right. uh, you identify right now with many of our listeners going, I don't know that much about that. Yeah, but you got the skill set. Yeah. Right. Well, you know, and God has put it inside of you before 
before he ever formed you in your mother's womb, <laughs> he thought of what he wanted you to do, and then he designed you according to those those good works that he wanted you to accomplish. And so he knows all of that. We we don't have to know all of it all at once. We just have to keep following one step at a time. And you know, he keeps showing us more and more. And and uh, I got to tell you, I, I, for years I spent years really just earnestly seeking the Lord about what I was supposed to do. You know, and I had all kinds of different ideas for ministry and things. Um, that didn't work out, and then finally one day, you know, a door opened, and through that through that door that opened, the Lord showed me I was called to, to write. That was my primary gifting and calling. And then um, he, uh, you know, I could look back on my life and just see it so it was clear as day at that point, you yes. know, once once my eyes were open to it. And I can tell you, every time I work on a story for Godspeed, you know, um, I just feel the, the Lord's presence and anointing when I'm doing it, you know, uh, it's like, I know I'm doing what I'm called to do. I know what I'm doing, what he put me on this earth to do. I can't believe that I get to tell these people's <laughs> uh, stories. Um, you know, there's a, there's a verse Philippians two, four, uh, it says, do not be interested only in your own life, but be interested in the lives of others. And that's exactly, you know, what I get to do when I'm telling these people's amazing stories of what God has done in their life. Uh, you know, and, and, and I didn't live that out, but man, just to get to be a part of it, you know, and just to, to glorify God by writing about it and yes. interviewing people, it's a blessing. It's Thank you. Blessing. Chris McKinney, I, I want my listening friend, I want you to look through Chris McKinney's lenses as you hear the story you're about ready to hear, which is going to be presented to us by Jeremy Lamont. And there's a name that you may not be familiar with. Uh, may, many people in the United States may not be familiar with his name, but keep an ear down to the ground because you're going to be hearing more about this name. And that name is Dominic Russo. Why don't you tell us the story? We've got about uh, four or five minutes left in this segment. So take it away, Jeremy Lamont. The key thing to know about Dominic Russo in relationship or relevant to this interview is that he was the one God used to confirm what we were to focus on. God told me to build a digital magazine and then said, you have to focus on me. And I said, what does that mean? And he said, me in action. And I said, what does that mean? Isn't like the grass growing and the sun coming up? I mean, isn't everything you in action? And I didn't hear anything back from God. And I pretty much thought I had offended God. And a few weeks later, we, Rebecca and I were invited to a dinner party in Los Angeles. And there was a bunch of people there who were all financial services people. And the one person who wasn't was this young man in a t-shirt and some skinny jeans and a faux hawk. And a, he was your sort of almost millennial stereotype. And they said, God has given him a word. And so we went up to him and said, hey, uh, what's the word God gave you? He said, God told me I'm going to save a country in a day. And Rebecca and I both tried really hard not to laugh. Our faith had not been stretched enough at that point in 2013 to understand how powerfully God was going to move in all these things, that this would get to be a normal thing to hear things we couldn't believe and then see them come true. But however, at that moment, thinking nothing would come of this man's word, you know, that God was going to have him save a country in a day, we left the meeting, we prayed for him, great, whatever, a couple months later, he leads the largest mission trip in the history of the world, fills 18 stadiums simultaneously, 480 plus thousand people. They put it on every billboard in the country. Every radio network filled it. The president of the country made it a national holiday, President Lobos. And in addition to all these things, if you can imagine the way these missionaries entered the country of Honduras in 2013 to break the world record for the largest mission trip, you have to imagine an entire airfield filled with jumbo jets the size of like Air Force One two-story jumbo jets. And the entire airfield's filled with them. And every single jet is leaving thousands of missionaries coming down every ramp, every the entire airfield 
is just thousands of missionaries descending into Honduras. So the, the, this is an amazing picture, and it's kind of like it's, it's almost too remarkable to, to fathom. It is. And so when you, you meet this guy in a, in a gathering in Los Angeles, and he says, God stirred me to, uh, to transform a nation in a day. Yeah, Come on, Isaiah 66, me, 8. <laughs> reminds me of, of God's promise in Scripture about uh, a nation shall be formed in a day as in Israel. That's, so that's uh, to me, it's, it's remarkable. Mm-hmm. So we've got about three more minutes in this segment. Tell, tell the rest of the story. And uh, a- any quick thoughts, Chris? Uh, I know that you're kind of behind the scenes on this, but I know that you're you're excited to be handed the baton and say, let's turn this into a, a story. So. I know. Yeah, I mean, well, just again, I have to pinch myself every now and then and say, is this really what I am I getting paid to do this? Because this stuff is, I mean, this is amazing. You know, uh, we get to uh, sort of be part of all these great moves of God and just, and it could be, you know, it could be one miracle, it could be one, one thing, or it could be like a big, you know, huge thing like what Jeremy's describing that, that affects, you know, uh, millions or, or, or billions of people sometimes. Right. And, uh, there you you go. Know, but it's all, it's all God. It's all, it's all him. It's all his fingerprints. It's his That's hand. Right. And it's an, it's an honor to, to, to get to cover something like that. It is. Chris, Chris McKinney, thank, thank you so much. We, we, we appreciate you. And I've got a couple of minutes left. I'm going to let, uh, uh, Jeremy, finish off this story because we've got you know one, as soon as I said this was going to be what we we're going to be talking about and God Speed Magazine I knew two hours just scratches the surface so, so, so Jeremy <laughs> well, here's, 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 in fair, thank you for and, having me on guys oh, yeah, it's, hey, it's, it's, it, it's well Chris, major, Chris. It, don't go anywhere because here's, here's the part that relates to you directly um, <laughs> okay. so in 2013, Rebecca and I both thought that would probably be the greatest thing we ever saw God do, and it became the editorial focus of Godspeed magazine that we focus only on God in action, and that mission trip let us know what God meant by the words God in action. Yes. But it went further. It didn't end there. In 2015, Dominic led the largest mission trip in the world a second time. In Honduras and broke, as well? And, no, and broke his own record. And in 2017, he did it again, a third time, and broke his own world record again. This was Nicaragua in 2017. This was the Dominican Republic in 2015. Each time, it was more stadiums, more people, more impact. And again, your first question has got to be, is the man incredibly rich? And let me just let you know, the answer is no. Is he directly descending from Billy Graham and has his entire network? The answer is no. Is he the son of a major political figure who has huge clout? The answer is no. Did his dad start the mafia? No. So whichever the hopes that you had for dismissing God out of this equation, they don't work. I asked all those questions already and found out it was God. It was purely God that pulled this together, that he can do these things, bring together the body the way he does. But here's the part that relates to Chris finally. In 2019, Dominic Russo is going to double his largest world record in Lima, Peru. And you'll be able to catch the entire story inside Godspeed magazine (laughs) in the June issue, which is the revival issue. And this is an probably insane thing to hear me say, if you imagine this world record, this level, that's only going to be one of a whole bunch of stories that size that will be in Godspeed Magazine's revival issue because God has called us yes. to say this very direct thing. He's not having a revival that will be coming. He is doing a revival now, and it has been coming, and we will be announcing the fact that God is having a revival worldwide now, 
And a lot of us have just not woken up to it yet. Therefore, we need to be connected. And that's the purpose of the revival issue in June. That's right. Godspeed Magazine. My listener, I hope you're encouraged because, you know, we sit around sometimes in the privacy of our, our, our church pew or we sit around at home and we look at the news and things like that and go, Lord, when are you going to make yourself known? Well, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, he is making himself known, sometimes with our limited capability of understanding things or even knowing how to uh, properly tap into godly media. We're just just not aware of it. But God is on the move, and look in the mirror. You get to play a big role in this. My my listening friend, we're going to be back, and we're going to talk to an actual person uh, about whom uh, Godspeed Magazine wrote, and it's a miraculous story as well. So I want to thank personally, Chris McKinney, uh, the associate editor of Godspeed Magazine, for joining us. And, of course, Jeremy and and Rebecca Lamont are going to be right back. And we're going to tell a lot of stories about what God is doing. But as I say, look in the mirror, because, ladies and gentlemen, you individually get to play a big role in all of this. So, Jeremy, uh, you're coming right back with me, and Rebecca, you are too. So, ladies and gentlemen, we'll be right back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. KPRZ, San Marcos, Poway, and K29CR, Encinitas. FM 106.1, North County, AM 1210, San Diego. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, Come Together San Diego with Cash Taylor on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. I'll tell the world, world, world. Well, my friend, if you are like me, your your heart is just thumping right now to realize that God really is in the mix and all these things that we think are going on that uh, is going to stymie God or is going to uh, minimize our faith uh, au contraire. It's just the opposite. But Amen. we sometimes we're listening to the wrong voices. Amen. And so Jeremy Lamont uh, and Rebecca Lamont, Godspeed Magazine, uh, and we've talked to some of the peep that uh, are behind the scenes. Now we're going to talk a little bit more about some things that are happening in the foreground that you have the opportunity or we have the opportunity to communicate about because it's important that other people get to know about this. You know, we talked about a massive, massive uh, evangelistic outreach and a number of different uh, uh, countries, Jeremy, and that's just kind of the scratching the surface of what God wants to do. So true. But I, I was thinking about, you know, part of this, it's not only the evangelism of people, but also uh, the supernatural things that change their lives besides the receiving of the Lord Jesus Christ. And the scripture says in Mark, I think it's chapter uh, 16, these signs shall follow them that believe mm-hmm. in my name. They will, you know, cast out devils. They will uh, speak with new tongues. They shall lift up serpents, serpents. Uh, they, uh, they, if they drink any deadly thing, it will not harm them. And they shall lay hands on the sick, and they shall uh, recover. I mean, a lot of these, things, a lot of people quote this scripture, but they go, "Yeah, most of those things happen in the past." Oh, contraire! Mm-hmm. God wants this to be true for those that believe today. And so, when you have these environments where you you have you know thousands and thousands of people reached in different countries, uh, going along with that is that they hear about God and God's provision and God's healing power, and all of a sudden they're healed. I mean, it's not just hearing about it and believing; it's hearing about it and seeing 
it being a witness of it. And so I, I wanted to set the stage for you to talk about one person who has experienced that and that you have written about, because I want this to be an inspiration to you, my listening friend, that God is in the salvation business. God is in the salvation and healing business. He's also in the inspiring you to do your calling through him business. So, Jeremy, uh, this is a story that's remarkable, and we have the guy on the line. So you set it up, and let's get him on the line (laughs) as soon as possible. Well, you know, we... uh God said we had to publish God in action, and after seeing Dominic Russo set a world record, we thought, well, we're never going to find another story. That's probably the end of us, because how are you ever going to find another story of God moving like that? And we were so wrong uh, in the sense that he continued to bring stories that are completely impossible, yet we had the evidence standing right in front of us. In one case, uh, we had a man with an inch missing out of his spine, and I was holding his MRIs, and he was running on a treadmill in front of me. And all the neurosurgeons said it's completely impossible, but, well, he's, here he is right in front of you. <laughs> Every single one of the neurosurgeons said, we literally, there's absolutely no way to explain this. And uh, as we went along, we found out about a man that is an airman, and he had battled cancer multiple times. Uh, and the third time he got cancer, he was losing his body part. I mean, it was, it was, he was over. Everyone was saying, he's, there's no chance he's going to make it. Um, and he got a supernatural word from God in just in the Holy Spirit. I think he was praying in the morning, if I'm you know, make sure that he clarifies this, but, um, he just got told to go to Bethel and Bethel in Redding, California, Yeah, which is across the country, across the country for him though. This is not his church. It's not where he goes. He's not, you know, and, and so he went there and what is completely impossible specifically happened for him. And since he's on the line, I think it's better if he gives the exact details just because I don't want to take away from the beauty of what God did. And this airman's name is Craig Davis. Craig, are you on the line with us? I am. I'll tell you what, God is good, Hello, eh? Brother. And it's good to be celebrating his death, burial, and resurrection uh, these days. And uh, in, the, in the Jewish realm, it's uh, embracing the Passover, yes, and Jesus, of course, being the Passover lamb. Uh, and with that comes not only salvation, but healing. And that's a remarkable story that you care to share a little bit about. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to kind of hand the baton over to you, Craig Davis, and Jeremy Lamont to uh, craft this segment. Jer- Jeremy? Craig why don't you, uh, I think the thing everybody is dying to know is how did, when you first heard this word from God and you'd suffered so many things, um, what happened at the moment when the Holy Spirit came to you? Sure. We, um, this was actually my second tumor. And as you mentioned, it was, it was in my brainstem. It was encased in my brainstem. So it was inoperable. And, uh, the doctors gave me no chance of surviving more than a few months. And, um, you know, we've been praying about it and I felt the Holy spirit was just telling me that I had to make a move, that I had to do something. And at that moment, you know, I got a vision of going to Bethel, which was about, it was about 2000 miles away. So where are you? Where are you Greg right now? Cause Bethel uh, in, we're in San Diego, Bethel's in Reading, uh, California, and my my wife actually attended there, and my son actually attended there. So I'm somewhat familiar with uh, with Bethel and uh, the people there. But uh, so, you, how, where where are you located? We were um, in St. Louis, right outside of St. Louis. Yes, and uh, of course, we were very familiar with Bethel music, yes. and uh, that's that aspect of the church, but. Uh, we learned that they had healing rooms uh, <laughs> on on Saturdays, 
And I was like, yeah, we got to go. We got to go. So we booked the flight. We went out there. We actually spent a few days there. And uh, on Saturday, we went to the healing rooms. And while we were in the room itself, uh, a man was praying for me. There was a little group around me. And my neck started burning. Like, that's where the actual tumor was, is on the back of my neck and my brainstem. And uh, they started praying for me, and my neck was just burning. Like, it was just, like, on fire. And um, they they actually stopped praying and had the whole room shout fire at that moment. <laughs> and uh, I knew from that moment that I was healed and that that tumor was gone. I couldn't have evidence of it because, you know, it was internal. But a few months later, we did have the MRI that showed that the tumor was completely gone. There was no trace of it uh, in in my brainstem. So, my mic, great guy. It was it was awesome. At moments that you experience things like this, there is no question about how real God is. <laughs> is there? <laughs> no, Amen. not at all. That's. Uh, I was a Christian before, you know, I was, uh, you know, we had a lot of faith that God was going to help me. But in those moments where you encounter God and the Holy Spirit really touches you, um, that's, it was, it's pretty amazing. I still get, you know, little (laughs) tremors when I think about it. Yes, yes. I'm going to predict something, my listening friend. Pay close attention. The works that you're seeing now, and you're just hearing pieces of it right now, you ain't seen nothing yet. God wants to interact in a big way throughout the world Amen. because he wants his name to be known as not only those, the, the author of your salvation, but also the author of your uh, whole, wholeness and health. Jeremy? He is going to be the finisher of your faith. I just want to make sure for everybody listening, just from the access point, remember we are joint heirs. We all hold equal title to the promises of God. That means every single person who's hearing this, you absolutely have access to all the same things that you're hearing, all these stories from all these people. All you have to do is know, and that's faith. You have to have faith that knows. And the way you can tell you have faith that knows, your feet will move when God speaks. Mm. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I'm going to put you on the spot just a little bit, but after having talked to you, Craig Davis, just briefly, I know that you can handle it because you're a believer and you're on fire for what he's doing to you and through you. But as a man who has transformed the devastating C word, transforming it into the C word that's called Christ, you know that Jesus Christ is the healer. There are a lot of people that are fighting this C word mentality that are listening to this show or that have friends as such. And especially these days as we're going through the Resurrection Sunday, it's time for us to speak the faith of this. And sometimes it's important for somebody who's already experienced that Mm -hmm. faith to be the kind of the uh, inspiration behind that. Would you spend a moment or two just encouraging other people who have been confronted with the same challenge that you've been confronted, that there is indeed hope? Would you be so kind? Oh, glad to. uh... God's our father, and once we understand our identity as his children and everything that he's, he's given to us and the uh, privileges of being his child because Jesus was resurrected on Easter and we have that uh, hope in us and that He, we can trust in him that he wants what's good for us. Uh-huh. And uh, part of that is our our physical healing, and 
with our faith in his his just goodness his eternal goodness uh we can we can reach out and touch that if you will as a kind of a a visual yes you know we can we can reach out and touch that and uh the holy spirit's in us he's ready to work Uh, he 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 just wants us to access him and to talk to him and and um let him do the things in us that only he can do that we're made for we were we were made to be his children and when we come to christ we come to salvation and that new spirit is put inside of us and the holy spirit resides in us then we become a new creation and with that we believe it's supernatural. That's supernatural yes. right there. So <laughs> you believe in God, you believe in Jesus, then you believe in the supernatural already. Oh, my. So, Craig, <laughs> Craig Davis, well thank you so much, my friend. Thank you for being an inspiration to all of our listeners here, but to people that are going to be listening to this through the archives and podcasts in the future as well. Airman Craig Davis, listen to this, my listening friend, three-time cancer survivor, but also victor. So thank you, thank you, Craig, for joining us on on this segment. We are honored by your presence, and we we glorify God for doing what He did for you, but also we glorify Him for the works He's just about ready to do to many of our listeners on this program. Right, N O W now. So Amen. anyway, Craig, thank you for joining us, and I'll tell you what, you Jeremy, it's a thank pleasure. Thank you, brother, and, and Rebecca. How remarkable is it that we this serve this God, this risen again Savior, who who is intent on uh, fulfilling uh, his plans to and through each and every one of us. Amen. We're going to talk so. more about these things as we come back, but I'm going to, because I, I, I love Israel, we're going to talk a little bit more about the Israel component in all this. And if you love Israel too, my friend, you're going to love the upcoming segment as Jeremy Lamont and Rebecca Lamont uh, at Godspeed Magazine and Kaz Taylor with Come Together San Diego. We will be right back. Back. This is Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. More Come Together San Diego is just moments away. Now, back to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show with Cass Taylor. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Okay, so my friends, here's the picture. You know my love for Israel and what's going on in Israel and yes. the, the Jews there. And yes. so when Jer- Jeremy Lamont of Godspeed Magazine, I invited he, he and his wife to co-host with me for this two-hour show. He said, let's do a segment on Israel. And I said, what did you say? He said, Israel, I've got some news to share with you about Israel. And my friend, you know my heart for Israel. In fact, I see Israel as kind of the timepiece of God's personality, God's plans coming yes. to pass. Yes. And uh, I also see as a, a, a counterpart to that, dare I say it, the United States of America, if Amen. we if we listen to God's callings and we keep our intimate relationship with Israel, uh, God has us on a comparable path of glory. Amen. And so th- th- when you talked about Jeremy Lamont of Godspeed Magazine about doing a little bit about uh, Israel and you have some stories tied to this, I said, lay it on us. And ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, this is the time. This is the segment. Jeremy, lay it on us. 
Thank you so much, Kaz. I uh, I have to say one thing from the past segment, which is that Craig Davis has a book called Never Give Up Hope, mm. Waging War with Cancer. So I, my thought again is I, I, we're not related to, you know, I don't, we don't not, we're not publishing it or anything, but I want to just tell everyone about Never Give Up Hope, Waging War with Cancer, specifically because the more bridges, the more resources, the more we can make sure we all have in the body, the stronger we are together. So I just exactly. want to make sure I don't forget to put that out there as a resource for anybody yes. battling cancer. My mom battled cancer and won as well. Um, okay, Israel. Israel. Now, the most amazing thing came to me. My pastor, Pastor Ray Bentley of Calvary Chapel, uh, it's it's called uh, Maranatha here. Maranatha I Chapel love Ray. He's been on the show a number of times. We love Ray. Um, Ray had brought his dear friend Robert Mawiri to us multiple times in these uh, uh, conferences that he has. They are very much about prophetic words um, and in one of those conferences, uh, Robert Mawiri and Ann Graham and a number of people came there and Ray had mentioned that his friend had gotten a word for Israel. And so we were doing an uh, issue on prophecy. And so I looked into uh, Robert Mawiri, Pastor Robert Mawiri, and it turns out Robert Mawiri was given a word for Benjamin Netanyahu. And so uh, it's an incredibly deeper story, but I'll give you the light version. He eventually was after being told that he was going to deliver a word to Netanyahu, he, a man came to him and brought him to Netanyahu in person. And in person, he told Netanyahu uh, that he could never trade, that God had given him, given him a word, and that he could never trade land for peace, and that if he traded land for peace, he would be removed from his position as prime minister. This is the first time Netanyahu was prime minister. And uh, not long after that, um, Netanyahu went to Camp David and made some negotiations. And before he even got home, his cabinet was falling apart and the, you know, he was removed as prime minister. Uh, and the word came to be exactly what it was. The interesting side note here that's very important to the story is that Ariel Sharon, General Ariel Sharon, was in the room at the time that this word was given to Netanyahu the first time. Then this same man, Robert Murray, was given a word for Ariel Sharon when again he was general. He went to Israel with 30 people, 30 people were with Robert Mawiri. His delegation? Yep. Uh-huh. And he had told them this exact word. Not only had he told them the exact word that God had given him, he'd put it on a massive plaque, which I saw personally sitting in his office, and also the picture of when he gave this plaque to Ariel Sharon. So matching plaques to prove exactly that it was <laughs> yes. a fact from God with 30 people. He gets to Israel, and the people say, okay, when are you going to meet with Ariel Sharon? And Robert Mawiri says, I don't know. And they say, well, when's your appointment? He says, I don't have an appointment. Mm. They say, well, how are you going to get a hold of him? I don't have his number. Well, then how do you know you're going to meet with him? Because God has said. And that oh my, was it. My, my. So they were there multiple days hoping that Ariel Sharon would call uh-huh. in Israel with 30 people. Yes. And suddenly Ariel Sharon calls Robert Murray's hotel room or Ariel Sharon's people call Robert Murray's hotel room and say, he wants to meet you in the library tomorrow. Be there. So he tells the 30 people, you need to come to the room in, in the library and see this, you know. So he sits down with Ariel Sharon and says, God has told me this word for you. Um, You will become prime minister of Israel in six months. And when you become prime minister of Israel, if you trade land for peace, God will strike you down biblically like the Old Testament. He will strike you down. Now, Ariel Sharon in front of the 30 people said, there's no way that's going to happen. And Robert Morey said, why? He said, because I was just indicted on war crimes in Lebanon. This is Errol Sharon, General Errol Sharon. There's no way my political career is over. There's no way I could become prime minister. 
Robert Moweri says in front of 30 people, when you become prime minister of Israel in six months, you will know that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob has spoken to you and you must never trade land for peace or God will strike you down. If you know the history, Errol Sharon traded part of the Gaza Strip, went into a coma shortly after, died eight years later without ever coming out of that coma. My, my. And speaking of the Gaza Strip, that's a hot topic these days as well. It's kind of like God has a plan and he's moving through it. And, I, you know, the whole fact that uh, uh, Benjamin, okay. Benjamin Bibi Netanyahu got reelected and things like that. Hallelujah. And the fact that, that he has the United States and Donald Trump on his side and the fact that Donald Trump is uh, poised to present a peace plan. All this stuff it boggles my mind. It boggles my mind. And you go, you know, what could a peace plan look like? And a lot of people are discussing uh, the Palestinian states and things like that. Uh, I don't know exactly what it's going to look like. And I just praying that God intervenes here uh, because the bottom line of the thing is, Jeremy, is Jesus wants to come back. Yes, he's waiting he's for the back. for for the time frame. All the different elements, and when he first came, the Bible says, "In the fullness of time, Jesus came." And in the fullness of time again, he's coming again. So yes. certain things have to happen. Yes, some of them are good, some of them are bad, and some of these things have to happen. So I don't. I'm really interested in this peace process. Uh, if there's if this is going to be how much of it is. Uh, God's blessing and how much of this is putting God into a position where he has to execute judgments and things like that. I, I'm not really sure about that, but we're really close to finding out. Well, I have a feeling. And you hit something right on the head. I Because we've recently been asked to put out some of the communications directly from the White House and we've been sharing those. Um, I was on the phone with him just recently and I, I'm not sure I'm allowed to name the source. So I won't name who it was individually, but... Um, I was specifically asking, did you see our prophecy issue? Did you see the article on Robert Mawiri? And they said, we don't even have your magazine downloaded. My. Okay, well, can you please go and download Godspeed magazine? It's in the App Store. It's on Google Play. It's on Amazon. Just, it's free to download. You know, if you want to subscribe, that's a different thing. But there's a free is- couple of free issues you can have. So just go download Godspeed magazine, word for word, the app in Google Play or wherever you want. Um, and she said, okay. And went and did that. And she said, so what's the big deal? And I said, well, here's the thing. There's this story you have to read in the prophecy issue about Robert Mawiri. And specifically, can you make sure that the president sees it? Because it's about trading land for peace. And can I ask you one question? Can you tell me about what he's considering, the president's considering doing about this land for peace? And she said, oh, I, I can't uh, tell you my, anything. My. They literally won't even talk to no, me about exactly, it. But it is so top secret. Exactly. But also but dignitaries in other nations don't even have a full clue about that. They have pieces of it. By the way, maybe uh, Jared Kushner should read the the prophecy as well. Yes. <laughs> yes. And, and it and it uh, she she said, I can tell you that there's something coming soon. There's an announcement coming soon, but I can't tell you anything about it. It's so top secret. They don't even share anything inside the White House. My, my. My, my, my. And so my listening friend, if you're, you're you know, you're wondering how, how long is it going to be until, you know, the Lord sets the stage for his return. The stage is already set and being set. Yes. And uh, we, we need, my Christian friends, we need to be praying vigilantly for God's will to be done in all of this and uh, that his name is glorified. And, you know, you, you look in the book of Revelation, you look in the book of Daniel, look in the, the Isaiah and Ezekiel Especially and all these different scriptures, scriptures. You know, it's, it's amazing the things that are about ready to come to pass and what we need need to do is hear and obey.
hear and amen, obey. Amen, amen, amen. And, and so you have uh, Pastor Robert Mawari involved in delivering words, and I've, I've, I've uh, you know, I'm interested in eschatological things as well. So I'm playing, paying close attention on what's going on in the Middle East, and knowing that whatever is going on, much of what's going on in the Middle East is actually being mirrored in the United States of America. Amen, amen. And the biggest thing I would say for everybody listening is. When I pray, what I get from God so strongly is essentially something I would try to characterize as this is the Super Bowl. This is the final battle. We are the end times generation. And I'm not trying to jump out on the corner with an A-frame sign and tell you exactly what day or hour that is. We all know that God says no one will know the day or the hour. But remember, no one ever, the Bible has never said that no one will know the year. Or, Or the times. No one will ever know the year. It's never said that. And and in many cases in the Bible, whether it's 40 years in the desert, whether it's 70 years in Babylon, God did give the years. So Mm -hmm. keep in mind that if people come forward with descriptions of the scripture saying when the year is or how the scripture points to the year or what factors in our life today point to the year, those are things worth paying attention to without ever going against anything in the word because anything that goes against the word is in fact not worth listening to. And my recommendation as a guy who loves eschatology is weigh and pray. Receive all things with readiness of mind. Search the scriptures daily to see if things things are so. If they are so, embrace them. If they're not so, but you're not sure, stick them on a shelf. It's okay to stick them on a shelf and have them ready to grab at the last moment. We're coming close to the end of this segment, so I'm going to have to put a period at the end of this sentence. But my listening friend, we've begun on the topic of Israel, and we are going to continue on the topic of Israel for the next segment. And Holy Spirit knows how much further beyond that. My listening friend, uh, the Godspeed magazine pro- producer, uh, d- genius, and his genius wife, Jeremy and Rebecca Lamont and Kaz, will be right back. You're listening to Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K Praise. Don't just listen to it, be a part of it at 866 577 2473. You're just moments away from more Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. This is Pastor Jim Heidrich from Firewheel Church, and I declare over San Diego that the goodness of God is going to crash in on you with the weight of his glory because he's moving with compassion. Yes, you believe in Jesus, but Jesus believes in you. And I just affirm you in your call to greatness in Christ Jesus. Now, more of Come Together San Diego on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And we are back. Don't you just love it? You know, I'm here with my Godspeed peeps, uh, the publisher of Godspeed magazine, Jeremy Lamont, and his wonderful wife, Rebecca, as well. We're talking about things. Uh, and the past segment, we talked a little bit about Israel, but why stop? It's a a topic that I love. And my listening friends, I need to tell you this. Uh, I've made an arrangement with uh, one of the great uh, Orthodox Jewish Bible teachers in Israel. Her name is Honorina Chaiman. And she has an outreach called Align with Zion and AlignWithZion.com. You want to go there on your um, Facebook page when you get a moment, go to Align with Zion. Uh, on your Facebook page and you'll see some interesting things about what she's doing. But she's in Israel, in Jerusalem, and I'm obviously in San Diego, and she's a Jewish, uh, Orthodox Jewish Bible teacher, and I'm a, I would say, a Gentile Christian Bible teacher. And we've decided that we're going to teach what she would call 
the Tanakh together, and I would say, yes, but don't you mean the Old Testament? She goes, okay, the Old Testament. So we're, we're, we're dealing with that, and we're, we're talking about that. So, Jeremy, every time you, your heart goes to Israel and Jerusalem, my heart's there as well. In fact, I'm uh, on the, uh, the 13th of May. I'm going to be over there visiting with her on what God's doing in light of that. Oh, so it, it's remarkable. But you're talking about what God is doing in Israel and also how it mirrors well, what's going on in the United States as well. It's yes. amazing, but uh, we're, we're talking a little bit about some of the prophetical things that are going on right now. And when I get in conversations with Honorina, she uses the Tanakh, the Old Testament, and she's got, you know, she's talking about Daniel, she's talking about Isaiah, she's talking about Ezekiel, all these, you know, all these different scriptures. And I've purposed to stay away from New Testament scriptures in our conversation with our time together uh, on the fourth Saturday of every month. But it's not, uh, I thought it was going to be hard. It's not that hard because the Bible, Old Testament and New, is burgeoning with truths about things that are just about ready to come to pass. So with setting the stage with that, you want to talk a little bit more about um, the Holy Land and things that are going on there. Why don't you do that? And before I do, before I do, Rebecca, how are we doing? Oh, I'm great. Thanks. <laughs> okay. Anything you want to add so far? Oh, no. I'm just enjoying the conversation. <laughs> That's okay. I had to give you a chance. I had to give you that opportunity. Okay. Jeremy Lamont, lay it on us. What's going on Israel-wise from a different perspective? You know, again, this is this issue. God says something simple you know, publish a digital magazine. I say, what is a digital magazine? I have no idea. He says, uh, the magazine has to be about me in action. I say, what does that mean? What's you in action? These things God says to us sometimes that we're trying to clarify and we work through. Um, we kept looking for these stories of God in action. Obviously it's what we do all the time is, um, wait for God to send us the next explanation or revelation of what this means, God in action. What does that look like? Um, And the strange part is he keeps doing it. He keeps sending us all these incredible things. And one of them, another completely different version of God in action is what if God reveals the archaeological reality of the Bible, God in action? Preach it, brother. This is right up my alley. Preach it, man. (laughs) I mean, you know, what if people are going, oh, there is no date. Oh, wait, we found these artifacts. Oh, there is no. Oh, we found that. Jerusalem is a myth. uh, myth. Uh, Israel has no right Right. to this land. Oh, yeah. Well, dig a little deeper. Literally. (laughs) (laughs) Literally. Okay. So we're we're in the Tel Rehoboth Valley, right? And so we're talking about... um, this dig and and the lead archaeologist, uh, I, I hate to try to say his name, but Amihai Masar um, from Hebrew University, he's there. He's the lead archaeologist, and he's going and and they're starting to realize that this dig has all these very unusual specifics in this giant thing they found, this big home they found, uh, being that there's prayer rooms set up on both sides of this home in this area where there would never be these prayer rooms and there's 50 pieces of pottery in this home and they're trying to figure out why this home would have so many pieces of pottery yes. like what is this guy who's he serving what's he doing then they find this plaque this plate on the wall and it has a name on it and they're trying to get the inscription on the plate very specifically out and so they turn to a gentleman uh dr stephen fawn who is uh, an expert in comparative semitic languages um as well as being an archaeologist and the president of the university of the holy land there um, but Dr. Fawn uh, pulls out this plate and puts it under a whole bunch of different processes that he does um, with his team. Um, and they specifically realize that the name on the plate is Elisha. Uh, uh, what? Yeah. 
And so they realize that they've literally found the home, or at least the archaeological evidence points to the reality that this is the home of Elisha. And not only did they find his home, but in nearby excavations, inscriptions of the name Nimshi had been found in this same Tel Rehov area. And for those of you who don't have that biblically, Nimshi was the father or grandfather of Jehu, uh, whom Elisha appointed to destroy the house of Ahab and who himself became king. Right. So finding Nimshi and Elisha's house there together side by side or close to the same area, we're talking about we're not talking about something somebody says is in the Bible. We're talking about the reality that it's in the ground and there's proof in these pieces are and, there. And so. When was this discovery just recently? Yeah, this yeah. is recently. Oh, my goodness. My goodness. And God keeps he, he especially during the as it comes closer to the time he starts revealing these scenes more and more clearly. Undeniable. Yeah, it. It's hard to um, imagine how you look at all these facts, and, and, and I'm sure there will be people that try to find a way to keep on denying the of completely impossible. Because that's in the book also. Yeah. It, scripturally, they, they will <laughs> deny that Yeah, as part of the equation, sadly. And and the reality, I mean, God had to give us free will if he loves us, and because he gave us this free will so we could have a relationship with him, we end up in this scenario where no matter how much he loves and pursues us, we still are the one thing that can actually make sure that we don't get to heaven. Oh, my. Say that again, because that is a profound statement. We're the only ones that can assure that. We don't get to heaven. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Jeremy. What what a, a poignant truth that is. And that's a real uh, eye-opener for you, my listening friend, is make sure that you're on the right side of history. And in the United States, I would propose the same thing. Make sure that you are on the right side of history. Amen, Don't go amen, fighting amen. against God's stuff. If, yes, if, if it's in the Bible as something that you should pay close attention to, pay close attention to. Don't be the bad guy from a scriptural standpoint. You don't want to go there. Mm-hmm. It's so true. And when Jesus talks about those that love me will keep my commands, yes. and he specifically talks about those that keep my commands, I'm going to reveal myself to them. So think about the reality and the connection there. I love Jesus. Jesus, the one authority on the Word of God, the only authority on the Word of God in the whole world is Jesus Christ, God himself. Yes. And if Jesus Christ himself says the number one commandment, the greatest commandment is to love God with all your mind, soul, heart, and strength, and then he defines loving him by as keeping his commandments. Yes. And says in order for him to reveal himself to someone in these cases, right, he wants you to keep his commandments, then it becomes a thing of even if I know I'm forgiven, I have grace and mercy, I have all these things, I'm not going to keep on letting myself slide in all these areas. I'm not going to become a legalist and think that Jesus's blood wasn't enough to save me. It definitely is enough to save me. However, that also doesn't mean I can then walk away from yeah. his commandments. So yes. his commandments, he's asking me to love my neighbor as myself, and we pass that one. It's probably the hardest command in the entire Bible. It is indeed. And you know, we know the scripture that says that he, God, Jesus gave us two commandments. Where he says, if you get these things, you got all, all the commandments. Yeah. Right. Love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength, but also love your neighbor as yourself. And it's easy for us to nebulously love God. We go, oh, we love God. And who, who, can, who can deny you that? But if you don't love your neighbor, that's clear yeah and my my listening friend this is this is where god wants us to be and i'm going to switch gears just a little bit because we have one more segment and we've got a major topic we need to deal with there but my listening friend i hope these segments have stirred you they've certainly stirred me so we've dealt with the holy land 
Now we're going to deal in the next segment with Hollywood or Hollywood. <laughs> God would prefer Amen. it being Hollywood, but unfortunately, right. oftentimes it's not. Right. We're going to talk about what God is doing in Hollywood as yeah. well. And you'll be amazed at this as well, talking about movies. You've seen some of them, but you've only scratched the surface. God is on the path of revealing himself in so many different ways, including celluloid. <laughs> so <laughs> Jeremy and Rebecca Lamont of Godspeed Magazine and Kaz will be right back. More Come Together San Diego with Kaz Taylor is next. FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Now more of Come Together San Diego, the new live local show on K-Praise. Here's Kaz Taylor. And thank you for returning with me, uh, co-host from Godspeed Magazine and Jeremy and Rebecca Lamont have been with me for the entire two-hour show. And I tell you what, we've been overwhelmed with information, uh, but (laughs) overwhelmed by Holy Spirit breathing on this information as well. So, Jeremy, I know we want to talk a little bit about what's going on in Hollywood. I mean, my listening friend, if you've been watching some of the releases, I mean, there's some major releases. A lot of the topics dealing with abortion have been hitting the the screens and it's impacting Planned Parenthood and others as well, and people are starting to get that message. But the, but God is using Hollywood in in ways that we've been looking for for a long time, isn't that right, Amen. Jeremy? Absolutely. absolutely. But, but hang on, hang on. I told you before, and I need to do this. My friend, it's so easy to get carried away with the stuff. I need to have Jeremy spend just a moment telling a little bit how people can find out more about Godspeed Magazine. Forgive me for interjecting this, but oh, no. if we don't do it now, it's going to slide by. So, Jeremy, lay it on us. Guys, uh, One again, one important thing, everything God's ever given us is not for us. It's for us to shepherd and give out. And in that way, Godspeed Magazine stories, specifically, we just talked about the archaeological find <laughs> of Elisha's house in the Holy Land, right? I specifically want you to see the video, the actual pictures of the house, the plate that is Elisha's name written on it. I want you to be able to read the story. So I want to tell you right now, you can go on an iPhone, you can go to the App Store, on Android, you can go to Google Play, on an Amazon device, whatever phone you're on, just go to that platform, type in the words Godspeed Magazine. Make sure put both words, Godspeed Magazine. Download that app. It's free to download the app. There are two issues unlocked in the app already. One of them is the breakthrough issue, which is the breakthrough issue is where Elijah's house is and also where the story we're just about to talk about, which is how Hollywood, the breakthrough film, came to be part of this whole uh, issue. And the website one more time. Uh, again, you can go to godspeedmag.com and click the subscribe button from there. Or you can, again, just go straight on your phone, straight into the app store and just download the app. So either way, you can do it. And once you're in there, if you decide you want to subscribe and open all the other issues, yes. you can do that. Okay. $5 a month. Jeremy Lamont, Hollywood. Yes. So we're building the breakthrough issue and we're cranking and we're almost done at the time when we were doing the breakthrough issue. Dr. Stephen Fawn, University of the Holy Land's on the cover. You'll see Dr. Fawn's face on the cover of the breakthrough issue. And God tells me, I don't know, nine, 10 o'clock at night, I'm sitting on the bed and God says, you missed one of the stories. And I just kind of stopped and I'm thinking, oh no, what do you mean? We missed one of the stories. And he said, you missed one of the stories I want. And so I just couldn't think anything else. I grabbed the phone. I started looking through the phone, social media, websites, anything, trying to figure out where I might find a story that God wanted. I didn't know how I would suddenly find a God story. And uh, the funny part is 
a pop-up came across my screen and it was a movie trailer started playing and it was making this big dramatic thing about some kid that went underwater and he was dead for an hour and he came back to life and I kind of thought, oh, this is nice. And then I started realizing it was a Christian film and I was like, wow, this is a really well-produced Christian film. This is great. And as I kept watching this, as talking and talking and it says the movie's name is Breakthrough. And so th- you're saying this is the actual name of the issue you were in the process of putting We were together. almost done with Breakthrough. <laughs> God says you missed a story. I'm sitting there freaking out looking. This movie pops up on my screen and then I see the name at the end of the trailer says Breakthrough and I couldn't believe it. And so I start looking who produced this thing. Sammy Rodriguez. Reverend Sammy Rodriguez, the president of the National Hispanic Christian Leadership Conference. The executive producer of the movie. Yes. Wow. Is the executive producer of the movie. And so I immediately reached out to everybody I know that knew Sammy. You got to get him to me right away. Sammy ended up doing a great interview with me in the article, which again, you'll get for free when you download the breakthrough issue. But Sammy's in there talking about how this miracle came to be. This is a major miracle that absolutely no doctor can deny. The movie had over a hundred million trailer views. It outdid Marvel, which is the most successful no way. movie Marvel? franchise yeah. that Are exists in me? the world. Uh-huh. Marvel movie came out, breakthrough movie trailer came out, and as the two trailers hit onto all their publicist stuff, <laughs> the breakthrough movie just crushed the Marvel movie coming out. That's hard to believe. Now you got to know God's involved. If you, you know Christian right. movies, there is no way they're <laughs> competing with Marvel that, that, movies that's, 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 for that's, trailer views. I believe it, but it's hard to believe. My yeah. listening friend, here, here's the takeaway on this. God's on the move and he's using a variety so of different media, but he's using a variety of different people. And it's, it's not going to be like it's been in the past. Mm. You know, it's not going to be the media like it's been in the past. It's not going to be necessarily the people like it's been in the past. He's going to use the grassroots people. That's you and me. So true. And he's going to use media like perhaps you've never seen before. That's media like Godspeed magazine that uses a multimedia approach to communicate things. Amen. So uh, just a quick word about this breakthrough movie. And uh, then I'm going to have to put a period at the end of this run-on sentence. (laughs) So the amazing part about this story, and I've gotten to interview the actual real pastor, his name is Jason Noble, who was there, and the boy that fell through the ice is named John Smith. You have got to see John Smith, the boy who actually fell through the ice, live in person speaking, because you'll see the Holy Spirit like something you've never seen. He was dead for an hour. His mom screamed and prayed out to the Holy Spirit, and he came back to life and after being dead for an hour, has no brain damage, my, my. is completely healed. My, my, my. My listening friend, I hope this this entire two-hour program has stirred you. And uh, Rebecca, I know we didn't let you talk too much, but thank you very much for uh, joining in and giving us thank color commentary. Thank you so much, Kaz. It's a pleasure. Appreciate being here. <laughs> Jeremy Lamont, <laughs> long-time uh, oh, brother from another mother. Appreciate that. I guess we're going to be walking some paths together in the future as well. Absolutely. Oh, my, so my. be it. Amen. My listening friend, uh, this Come Together San Diego broadcast strategy is to identify God- People that are doing things and to give them an opportunity to communicate that on the air and in particular in San Diego and beyond. And that's what we do. And next week, I want you to gear up to be listening because that is the fourth Saturday of the month, one month where I'm going to be doing uh, a line with Zion with uh, uh, Orthodox Jewish Bible teacher on Arena Hyman of a line with Zion and some other amazing guests as well. So my listening friend, as usual, stay tuned because God is on the move and we want to be, be a representative of that in everything we do and say on the air and in magazines as well. And Amen. Je- Jeremy Lamont of Godspeed magazine. And Rebecca said, amen. My listening amen. friend, we're Thank done you. for the night. God bless you. Uh, have a wonderful Passover uh, season and also hallelujah 
Resurrection Sunday. Yes. He's alive. Yes. See you later. Thanks for joining Chaz Taylor and his many friends, including you, for Come Together San Diego. Join us again next week as we explore what unity in the body of Christ sounds like within this county and beyond on Come Together San Diego. Tell a friend, tell a neighbor, tell a co-worker, and then let's all come together San Diego next Saturday from 5 to 7 p.m. on FM 106.1 and AM 1210. K-Praise. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.